Welcome to Inspire WV, a podcast all about inspiration through words and actions. Hey, Tim Bradley. Hello, Eric Nutter. How are you? You know what, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, it's the end of the day today for me, and uh, I am, I'm feeling good. How's your, how's your day go? Uh, I'm at the end of mine as well. It's been, it's been good. Uh, as we talked about, we'll probably do an episode later on. As a dad, as a guy working from home most days, and now as a quasi teacher during this whole thing, it's been it's been interesting. So it sure it sure has. Now, I mean, you're in a different position because I, uh, luckily, uh, mine is you know in tenth grade, so she's she she kind of self sufficient. Every once in a while, we have to look at some pretty complex topics together to to work through some of the schoolwork, but. Well, I don't have to be teacher as often as uh, as just uh, tutor, I guess. Sometimes. <laughs> well, I have you know a freshman and a third grader, and when your wife is a teacher, the expectations from her is that I should be a teacher as well. So mm, mm. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to cover everything. Uh, I I'm hope I'm doing well, but uh, there's there's days it's it's a struggle, but we're making it through. Well, yeah, and I I believe I believe in you, buddy. I thank I, you. I believe you can pull it off. So Tim, I'm, I'm doing uh, everything I can. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you always do. You can't say no. So, yeah. I mean, what else are you gonna do? This, this is true. <laughs> well, Tim, today uh, we have a listener submitted topic of inspiration. We got a we got a, a, an email from a guy named Rick, and he asked us to talk about things that inspire young athletes, and he's in luck because. That's something you do. That's a th- I do it a lot. That, that's a thing you do. So, I mean, I don't have as much experience in that, but I know, I know you do. I did, I did a little bit of coaching when, uh, when our daughter was uh, little and she, she was playing T-ball and we, we coached the T-ball team for a couple of years. So we did a little bit of that, but you've done it for much longer and a much broader stretch. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean on you on this one, buddy. <laughs> I got I'm, my shoulders are ready. So, um, th- thank you for our listener, Rick, for getting us this question. So this is, uh, again, we put it out there. So we're glad that we had some, uh, some follow back with, uh, with you guys. So for me, I, again, I've coached at, uh, pretty much every level from, from youth to now high school. Uh, I've seen the progressions, you know, we, you kind of, we've talked about it before, uh, trying to inspire these guys and girls and young athletes throughout is, is complicated at times because you you don't know their whole backstory. Uh, you don't know the family happenings. Um, and each, each player has their own trigger of, of kind of what gets them going. So I try to get to know my players up front. Uh, so recently I just kind of stepped back into to head coaching after I kind of tried to walk away. Um, I'm coaching younger kids again, um, starting back up with nine years old next year. So one of the things that I did was once we – you know, had a tryout and we, we picked our team as I called each player and, and parent individually to, to talk to them. And I had a couple of the parents that, you know, it was all about their players. So they had me talk to their players and it was, you know, an opportunity to me to show their gratitude, uh, to show my excitement for getting an opportunity to coach them for next year and the years to come. Um, but it was also a chance for me to actually talk to these players one-on-one because in a trial, you don't get that. And when you're, on a field of coaching, you, you kind of, you're coaching as a team to, to kind of pull back and talk to a player 
one-on-one. Uh, a lot of these kids really appreciated that. Yeah, that's really, uh, that's really cool. Did you, when, when you coached before and then stepped away and then came back to it, obviously you had picked up some things. Did you do that before or was that a new thing that you wanted to try to kind of have that communication level? With, with my older guys, um, I, I, we, you know, going through an organization and, and travel and everything else, you kind of have a, a president um, who oversees a lot of it. But for this one, I asked if I could do it. And it's one of those things where I've noticed, again, we're, we're getting to a point where these guys and these girls really want to, to have that interaction with, with you as a coach. And, and sometimes that interaction with the coaches may be the highlight of the day. And I've talked about it at length, the relationship I've had with Coach Mustang throughout my life. Um, I want to be that impact uh, on, on these young athletes as well. So to get them inspired, that's kind of where I started. Um, I sent my list. I have a list of um, what I perceive for the year. Um, it's my regulations, my guidelines for the player, for myself, and for the parents. And, and I go over all this up front before we even step on the field. It just kind of goes over my expectations and what I want from you guys, but I also hold myself accountable as well. So I, I think by putting us on that even playing field, you can get more out of, out of your players because you're not bigger than, than them. Uh, one of the best compliments I've ever gotten, and it actually brought tears to my eyes when it happened, I was coaching, this has been years ago, at the 10-year-old level, um, so this has been five years ago now, and we had a pitcher who was struggling. Our defense had made several errors in an inning, and and you could just see it on his face. I walked out to him and, and trying to think of, of what I wanted to say, so I got down on the knee to look at him at eye level. I put my hand on the shoulder, and we talked through you know where he was feeling, what what we needed to do. I asked him if he felt comfortable in finishing the inning, and he said, yes, sir. So when he said that, I knew he was fine. It just needed that deep moment to decompress, to kind of let go that anger he had from the mistakes that were happening, things that he couldn't control. Then we talked about getting back into where he was, he was a person that wasn't in control. The game did not do anything until he let that ball go from his hand. And we got out of that inning, and a parent from another team who just happened to be walking by, came and grabbed me and he said, that was one of the most powerful things I've ever seen from another coach. So to me, that was a, a great sign of inspiration um, that I got to share a moment with a player on a field in a tough environment. And we were able to work through that um, with a few words and him just saying, I got this. And it was a great moment for me as a coach. And I hope to have many more of those moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's um, there's something to that there. There's you know, so there's a couple of components of that, and see if you agree with this or if I'm missing some. So, one, you know, you're with each player, and in a situation like that, you're you're giving them respect. You're expecting something of them. You're expecting something, but you're also respecting them as players and as people. And, um, and I wonder if that, is that the, the motivating factor for them? Is that the thing that they, that, that they are looking for that respect from their coach and that, um, communication with their coach? Uh, for a lot of them. Yes. I, I think that's where, you know, 
these guys have, have worked so hard to get to this level and, and they have expectations of themselves. You have parents and guardians of well, who, who maybe have over expected things from, from these players. So to have somebody who is looking at them as an equal, somebody who, who is going to be there for them, um, I think is very key. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in watching this and how can we get more athletes inspired, it's just being proactive with them. Um, giving them opportunities that, you know, obviously we've talked about it. We didn't have growing up. Um, you know, there's a lot more travel all, uh, opportunities out there. You're getting to go more places. You're getting to play against, um, teams and areas that, you know, as a 19 year old, you, you probably never get to do that. So it, it's great to see the growth uh, of travel and, and sporting in our area. Um, you know, I, I've gotten to watch a, a lot of sports over the years. I've got to be involved with sports, uh, both as a, a player, a coach, um, an assistant. You know, there's there's some places that have asked me just to come in and help be a facilitator. You know, one of the high schools in the area actually asked me this past year to come in and help their players with hitting. It was something I was looking forward to, but then COVID hit, so that opportunity didn't get to happen. So we've already been in the talks and maybe getting to do that again this upcoming year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just trying to be a resource to, to help as many people as possible. And as, as we both said, and I, it's running joke, I, I can't say no. So uh, when, when I ask, I'm definitely going to go do it. Right. Yeah. So getting back to Rick's question, you know, about how, how to inspire young athletes, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about, um, uh, that, that interaction with them, that, um, setting expectations, uh, that holding yourself accountable to those same stipulations, um, you know, that you're, that you're expecting of them, that those same standards that you're expecting of them. Are there any other, um, any other thoughts that you have in terms of how, how to get the most out of and how to inspire young athletes? I like to give them again, the goal aspect of, of what goals are you going after for the season as, as an individual player and as a team. Yeah. Um, so they, they have something they've, they write down. Um, you know, JT talked about it. It's something I've done in the past too, is of having a journal and, and just writing down moments, you know, from a game, here's something that uh, I did well. Here's something that I could have improved on. And as you as you make notes throughout the season, you're going to see the ups and downs, but you're going to see the the process of how how I work through some of these tough times. And to me, that is a huge inspiration for these these athletes. You know, they they documented some things and and they work through the the process of a lot of this on their own. Um, you know, we, we just give them the tool and they're able to take that and make their own, um, their own records, their own, um, individual goals and expand upon those. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's good practice just in life in general, but let alone, you know, on the field and, and kind of in sport. Um, you, you also mentioned earlier, you talked about, um, the parental aspect of things and maybe sometimes, um, parents tend to either set higher expectations, um, than are realistic for, for their, for their child, or perhaps they're pushing a little harder than maybe the coach 
wood or something is is that the maybe i'm saying that wrong but what is the the parental aspect of it and you know is there something that parents should be thinking as they're as they're looking at their you know their child who is is trying to get somewhere in a in a sport is there something they should do to kind of help that process along and inspire them uh so that's again part of that that documentation i give out is my expectations for, for parents too. And, oh, okay. you know, JT, so JT had talked about it as well. Uh, when he goes to recruit a, a player, if they're looking in the stands for guidance, he's, he's not going to go far with them because if, if they've got to go somewhere else instead of to him, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had, I had a player years ago when they first came to me, they got to the point where their parent yelled a lot and, and all the time. And, they kept looking at, at them for stuff. And, and finally I looked at them one time and I said, if you look up there again, I'm going to take you out of the game. <laughs> I said, and, and we were able to have a good conversation about it. I said, I'm not as, as nothing negative, but I'm going to help you get better. I'm going to give you everything I've got. But if you continue to look there, you're not giving me everything you've got. And a light bulb went off with them. And that relationship has been amazing ever since. I've seen this this young man grow from um, a decent athlete to a very, very good one. Um, someone who I, I expect a lot out of in the years to come. But it was one of those, just an honest conversation. And this is this is what I want from you. And they they owned it. And you know, he's, he's called me on my birthday and, and reached out and said, hey, uh, thank you. So just sometimes being honest with, with these people, uh, you know, be it a player or a coach, a parent is the best thing that we can do. You know, sometimes we sugarcoat stuff and we don't want to hurt feelings. Right. But I think if we, dra- if we drag stuff out and, and we're not honest, yeah, we're going to hurt those feelings even more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so the, being upfront, being honest, I feel like the, is the, the best case sometimes. I feel like the parent aspect though, can have a really big impact on, on, on anyone. You know, I mean, you, those are oftentimes the ones that, have the biggest influence on the way we respond to a thing and how they reacted and how they are pushing us because I mean, because you're around them all the time, you know? So I think that parents of young athletes, um, you know, respecting that, you know, because obviously they, they were trying to also coach the kid from the sideline. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and the kid was expecting some of that too. They're he's looking out to the bleachers to see what mom or dad are saying and, um, understanding that everyone's got different roles and the coach is, is there trying, like you said, to try and help the player get better. And he's trying to give it his all, but the, uh, the player needs to be there in that moment too. It's a great lesson sometimes. I mean, it, it, and you can take this from a young age all the way up to you know the elderly is is respecting the time and and, you know jt again we're going to talk about a lot just because the great content he had is being where you're at and and then being in that moment and and sometimes we forget that moment and and we want to rush through things if if you just take that moment that time to be with somebody to give them everything you've got and and the time you have with them you're going to see growth you're going to see inspiration from them and I think sometimes we take that for granted. Yeah. So I think 
uh, again, growing with a player is something I've really noticed as well. I, I'm kind of, when I've gotten back into this, I've, I've tried to change some of the stuff I did from, you know, coaching that Landon's age to now down to, to Zane's age. A lot of the conversations on the way home when, when I first started coaching was all about the game. I've tried to, to, to move away from that now. And, and parents can do that too, is, you know, especially if your players had a bad game, they don't want to relive it on the car ride home. Right. Let's, let's, let's talk about something positive. Um, you know, you can talk about uh, coach Maisie, uh, W has done an amazing job of talking to younger guys and his guys as well. The sandwich approach mm-hmm. and the sandwich approach is you give something positive, something you to work on. put it in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something in the middle where maybe it was a negative or something they didn't prove on and you finish with positive. Yep. So you, you do that quick sandwich with them then you, you move on from it. And I think as especially at the younger age, if, if you can do that, you're going to see a lot better work uh, and fun for these kids. Cause I think a lot of times I've seen over the years, the, the kids have gotten burnt out, <clears throat> maybe not necessarily from the game itself, but from interactions away from the game, the car ride home um, with coaches and players after a game. Yeah. You know, at, if, if we can do that sandwich approach and and really show our support for our athletes, um, I think that would be a huge, huge opportunity for them to grow. And it's, you're going to see inspiration um, really coming out of them. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Tim, I think I think that uh, that's a very thorough answer we've given to Rick there. So, Rick, I hope you hope you appreciate that. If if you have uh questions that you want us to talk about from an inspiration standpoint, um, you know, send them, send them over to us just like Rick did. Uh, and, and, uh, to, to that, that brings us to the end of our show, I think. So, um, Tim, thanks for talking with me today about that. And thank you our, to our listeners for, for joining us. You can always find more episodes by visiting inspirewv.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. And of course, you can always leave us feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to, to discuss by sending an email to info at inspirewv.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time with more inspiration. And until then, stay inspired and be inspired. <laughs>